Hello and welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black with me, Sophie Kay and Yasmin That's me, that's my name, I have a name and it's that one Do um, Gen Z's ever go, that's my name, don't wear it out? No No That used to be a thing That's my name Yeah, that's my name, don't wear it out like, no, Gen Z's will say, yeah, that's my name. You should know it. Your mum was moaning it last night. Okay, okay, okay. Um, So, a brand new episode of A We Wear Black. And we had so many messages and emails about our breakup episode. Oh, so this gosh. is kind of like a continuance from that. But this time... It's worse. It's so much worse. <laughs> it's worse. We're going to talk about friend breakups. Ah! I know. Ah! I know. Yeah. Um, just just a little couple of emails here that I had to um, uh, reference, though. Um, since we're going through emails as well. Okay. First one. This is from Ryan, who says, I said, where it's seven o'clock on the dot, where's Usher? <laughs> and Ryan said, he's in his drop top cruising the streets. Yes, Ryan. I don't get that. I don't. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. I don't get um, it. Someone said, um, Chester, who's from South Africa. And he said, I never really thought that I liked ASMR because I only really knew it as the stereotypical sense, clicking, eating, brushing sounds, etc. But I realised that I love listening to brown noise or rain sounds. Is that ASMR? Yes. Yes, it is. I listen to like brown and pink noise when I want to go to sleep and white noise when I'm waking up. Yeah, I listen to white noise and brown noise. Always have. I listen to brown noise. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'd turn. I'm going to stop. I don't know what's wrong with me today. Um, Yeah, you're... Uh, very excited um, and this person this person said um, I'm not POC I have I appreciate being able to have access to the podcast here about POC experiences um, and Chester is also a trans male I just wanted to point out you don't have to be queer or POC or whatever it might be to listen to this podcast we're like the black emo queer eye that's what someone called it the POC queer queer eye Queer Eye. Yeah, Yeah, you can be, anybody can listen to this podcast. You are welcome. You just have to be not racist or homophobic or transphobic or any of the things. So welcome to everybody who's listening. Come on in, join the Um, party. It was Craig Reynolds of Straight from the Path and Downbeat who said that we were like the emo Queer Eye. And I was like, that's so true. It's so true. Um, Yasmin, I don't know about you. Friend breakups, I swear to God, are harder than relationship breakups yeah yeah you know i think about the times that i've been broken up with and they were tough but friend breakups no my life fell apart because who's there for you when your boyfriend or girlfriend or partner breaks up with you Mm -hmm. your friend who's there for you when your friend breaks up with you no one no one that's the thing you see like when i've been through relationship breakups i go slightly insane and i go dramatic crying right (sighs) all out same friend breakups i kind of act as if i'm taking it in my stride but friend breakups i never get over Mm, i think it's like with friend breakups as well it's so much harder to get out everything you want to say because you'd love that person so much whereas with like relationship breakups i guess like 
it's easier because uh, speaking personal experience I hate all of my exes so I've been able to be like fucking hate you here's how I feel but with friend breakups it's like there's so many things I never got to say and it bothers me I know I always find as well with friend breakups like because you know them so well because they're your friend you mm. can always like you can see their point of view because you know all of their failings and how they think so you understand the bits that you need to understand but often you can see their point of view but you know you have to stand your ground as well yeah it's always hard especially when you've seen that person be treated wrong and then you yeah. are put into a similar situation because you know i'll say this before we get into the the like people who were have submitted their own stories and get into our own stories I think it's worth mentioning that while we have had our heart broken by friend breakups, we have also been the shitty friend. You are a liar. You are a dirty liar if you say that you have never been a crappy friend. Everyone's been a crappy friend. We've all been there. It happens. Um, I, <laughs> I'm trying to think. Oh my god. What's I your toxic friendship trait? Yeah. Oh. I can... I'm really forgetful. Uh, are you? Yeah. So like, I I make an I will go all out for like birthdays, anniversaries, like but I sometimes forget and I'll never forget this one time. I feel so bad because he was, he doesn't even remember this. He probably doesn't care. But in high school, I had a friend. Um, I won't say his actual name, but shout out to this person. Um, and we invited him to a hangout that we were going to and he didn't have a phone at the time. So he was like, yeah, sure, I'll meet you there. And I forgot to call him on the day and say that we canceled, like something happened. I think my friend didn't want to go hang out anymore. So he waited there for an hour oh in the my rain God. and then went home and I Oh my god, yes. I, I was like 14 at the time. So it's totally understandable, but I'll never live that down. Ne- I'm so sorry to that man. I'm so sorry. You also don't reply to texts, which I guess is the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I've, I've read it in my mind mentally and then I know how I want to reply, but then I forget. Yeah, I know. I'm depressed. Okay. I know. I mean, welcome to the gang. Do you want to know? So I've got my toxic traits and I know fully what they are. Because sometimes, do you ever do this thing where you stand outside yourself and you can see yourself doing it, but for some reason you still do it? Yeah. Yeah. I've been there. I've been there. I do not deal well with highly emotional people. <laughs> I, d- I don't know how to, like, uh, unless, like, I'm so traumatised, I know how to shut down my emotions Unless you're talking, okay, different if you're talking about a relationship. I mean, in a work sense. So when you work with your BFF, it's quite specific, this one. As soon as people start getting emotional about work, I'm like, I don't understand. (laughs) I turn so cold. Is that why we're best friends? Because I'm a soulless monster when it comes to my job. Yeah, because you're really, you're you're quite similar to me in that sense. I haven't seen you react to somebody who's like crying and breaking down over an issue. But I'm like this is a work problem and I know we're friends but you're being unprofessional yeah I'd never let my work problems bleed into my personal life like whatever happens on the job is like it's just part of the job um which sounds horrible but that's what you get for working in the music industry yeah I'm a soulless cretin of the universe um (laughs) another toxic trait of mine is I am chronically online but I have to be chronically online I work way too much my job makes me a terrible friend because Every time my friends want to hang out, it's like, you've got to wait 12 to 16 business days just to get a hold of me. And then my schedule is so busy. Like, I'll always be a month booked ahead. So, like, mm. I, it's it's impossible. It's like trying to get a table at a restaurant. But the restaurant is my friendship. And I am, to the normal person, I am very chronically online. But, like, it's my job. If I'm 
doing stuff if I'm at work I have to be at work and it's it's probably not a great thing to be honest <laughs> I've got another toxic trait of mine which you can oh, probably God. believe right this is an awful thing Welcome to the Self Pity Podcast with your host Sophie. <laughs> yeah, this is just we're just saying these bad traits about ourselves before we start ripping into our ex friends. Um, yeah. I sometimes I won't reach out unless I need something. I'm really bad at just like checking in, <laughs> and it's not because I don't care. It's because like I'm happy, and you haven't reached out, so you're happy, and I love you, and we just love each other in different parts of the country. And then, <laughs> then if something happens or if I see something and I'm like, oh, this made me think of you, then I'll reach out. But I don't do that thing where it's like, hey, I was just thinking about you. Thought I'd give you a call. How's things? See, I, I'm like that as well. Okay, so now we've established that we can also be toxic because what we didn't want to do is make ourselves holier than thou, right? And I think one of the yes. biggest, one of the strongest things about being a good friend is being able to look internally at your own shit before pointing the finger. What Sophie's trying to say is we didn't want to get cancelled by any ex-friends that we reference, <laughs> so we just thought we'd call ourselves out first. We are toxic people, and um, we're friends, have had been friends with toxic people. Everyone's been toxic. Here's the Everyone's thing. Everyone's been a bad friend. You have to be a bad friend to know what a bad friend is. I lost all of my friends when I went through as much, I went through a recovery um, programme for childhood trauma and to therapy and all of that, and I did like two intensive years of healing. When I, after I did that, I lost all no my friends. fucking friends. What? Oh, oh, I lost Because yeah. you attract people that are the same as you. So the, the more well you get and the more you heal, you're, you speak on different languages. And so often you lose your friends through that process. And that was one of the hardest things. Because you see, I was codependent as fuck. So of course I attracted codependent people. Yeah, I... I very much resonate with that and I of all the things Sophie's gonna laugh at me when I say this because I'm pretty sure in another episode we spoke to a medium all the all the psychics I've met in the past year and I've met three I've had three readings in this year alone have all told me that I'm going through a new circle of my life and it makes sense because I've cut off half the people I used to talk to and be friends with because Mm. I just I'm not a codependent person anymore and I was for a really long time but therapy therapy and one of the hardest things as well is working in music um <laughs> for the simple fact that a a lot of people speak to you because of how you can help them like that you're a network yep. to them and i'm like oh you i thought we were really good friends but actually you were just networking it's really, with me. I, I agree though and, and like we have a lot of people who listen to our podcast who want to get into the music industry and i don't want to deter you i just want you to go in with realistic expectations mm. that is a norm like i think in the music industry i have about like five or six actual friends like people i would consider my best friends ride or die sophie being one of them obviously how rude would I. That be if I just <laughs> yeah, you were like so 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 <laughs> oh yeah it's like <laughs> becky and katie and linda and, and angelina and amy not you though not you sophie no sophie i think the reason we have and are still friends is because i'm not threatened by you um yeah. because we're not I competing sorry we're not competing well, that, and I know that you're at such a higher level than me that I can't compete to begin with. No, but also... You're like a, a supermarket conglomerate and I'm like a kid selling lemonade at No, a that's not true. No, I think the difference <laughs> is... Right, I'm going to be honest with you here. You didn't look at me and go, how do I become Sophie? You went, how do I become Yasmin Suman? How do I create my own path? Whereas I think a lot of people friends um 
many you know will look and go how do i get what sophie has and take away her opportunities instead of creating my own opportunities and I just that's at the you difference and thought, at what point in our friendship can i tell you that you've got an insanely beautiful rack of tits oh great thank you you've made it awkward now You're welcome. Um, <laughs> did you ask the question on social about friendship breakups I did, and I got a lot of replies. A did lot you? of people. A lot of people were, going through were, the pain, man. It fucking hurts. It hurts. It hurts. All these retrogrades. I'm tired of Mercury being in a Gatorade, okay? I can't do another one. I went through a friend breakup about five years ago, and I swear to God, I still speak about her regularly and still miss her every... Probably, I'll think about how I miss her probably every single day, but I'll never reach out because I miss what we had but I, you don't miss i don't miss what what she became what i became and therefore what our friendship became yeah yeah i think that's that's a very it's a therapy response i'm proud of you <laughs> yeah fucking therapy there's so many replies there's like charlotte who said shit me i could write a dissertation right yeah um Same. beth who said oh fuck i've got a hell of a story Beth Ann, a lot of Beths. Shout out to the Beths of the podcast. Beth Ann, who said, "Ah, shit, I've got a few of these." They, a lot of people replying saying they they relate. Dumped by email, still don't know why. It's been ten years. Oh my god! Wow. By Savage. email. But ten Savage. years ago is like 2012. So Twitter and Messenger and like Facebook would have been popular. By email? By email. Wow. That must have been a long... I bet that was a long dumping. Like that was a whole thing. By email. Oh, my... Oh, okay, there's some more. Um, some Katie replied saying, Oh, man, friendship breakups are rough. Only had two in my life and really hope I don't have any more. Same, Katie. Same. Yeah, Same. they're so painful. Have you ever had one that's, like, pushed you over the edge to a mental breakdown? Because I have. Um, I've had... I mean, you've think about all the mental breakdowns you've had in your yeah. life. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I deal with them really well because I shut down. I can shut down with uh, friendship breakups, and I'm just like, yeah, whatever. And then it takes me a little time, bit of time. Re- re- Rio Sid, I hope I've said that right. And if I haven't, please slap the shit out of me. Um, they replied saying slow drifting, lack of talking, lack of responses, and just a lot of pain, crying half night, and waking up miserable. Mm. Oh. That's the worst. That is the worst. That's so hard. It's the worst. It's like 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 when you have a big falling out, you almost like it's easier to make up from that because you've got it all out. But when you just stop talking, it's almost like they just. It feels like you've done nothing wrong. They just don't love you anymore. Yeah, that's so hard. Oh my gosh! Here's one from No Offense. Shout out to No Offense. Big love for him. He is um, an amazing musician and just an amazing person. Um, I'm sure a lot of you who listen to this podcast listen to him. He said, had a friend who used me to gain followers. He told me this after. And then outed my birth name and old pictures of me before I came out to anybody. (gasps) Oh, my God. Wow. That is horrible. That's awful. That's... for Shocking. context, obviously Noah is um, trans, so yeah. by revealing their birth name, it means that you know pre-transition. But that—that's—that's that's horrible. That's so wow. That's so bad. That's so bad. 
bro, I'd get arrested for murder if someone did that to me. Fuck a friendship breakup. I'm going down for life. Um... There's a lot, okay, so someone said, um, Danica has wrote in saying, oh man, I have one, but it's still a bit too scary to talk about, and it's been almost four years. A best friend breakup is rough, in my experience, can be rougher than a romantic breakup. True. True. Facts. Facts. So, um, Dorks, that's their name on Twitter, don't know if that's their actual name, but hi Dorks. Hi Dorks. Hi. Um, I had a best friend and we drifted apart a little and my girlfriend was threatened by her so she manipulated me into ditching the friend and that escalated to police intervention for something I never did and I want to apologise so bad but I can't. I regret it every single day. If I don't apologise I get to spend the rest of my life regretting that I threw away a really good thing. This happened about a year ago and I just want advice as to where to go from here. Can I take this one? Yes, go on Sophie. 100% apologize but apologize without expectation Mm, yeah understand that that apology might not fix the friendship that's a good opportunity to write an email send them a message and just say look i i see what i did i see what my part is don't point fingers at anybody else just say i see my part um and i'd like to apologize for my part yeah and uh, if even if nothing comes of it you will have the reassurance in your heart that you tried and did what you could do. Healthy therapy talk here. Uh-uh. You, should never go, you should never go into an apology expecting something because that no. means you're not actually sorry. You're just looking to gain something. You should always go into an apology knowing that it's not for your... If you're in the wrong, it's not for your benefit. It's for theirs. Yeah. Slay! Slay, slay, slay. And Wednesdays we go to therapy. I still need some more of it though, but we're here. Um. Okay, so chill at Tyler the Paradox... Mm. whose name is Chill Online. Hi, Tyler. Um, they've said, my friend claimed that I was making jokes, doing things that affected her trauma. I apologised, but I told her I knew nothing about her trauma. She said she told me, she she told me, but I never listened. Our mutual friend didn't know about the trauma. She refused to talk, reconcile with me, miss her a lot. That's interesting. That is very interesting. I think from what it sounds like, that person was going through something and maybe they were kind of projecting it on you mm. and saying, why don't you know about this? Um, okay, so... Oh, this is an interesting one. Nika. Nika's... Let's say Nick. Hi, Nick. Um, he said, thank you for bringing... Oh, he. They don't have any pronouns in their bio. They said... Thank you for bringing this up. I messed up one friendship because I was not able to talk about what happened in my life. And then I got stressed and blew a fuse. Is that the correct way of saying it? And did not get a chance to say sorry. My bad. That proves what I was just saying. Sometimes it's not you. It's Mm. the other person. And in that case, that person kind of needs to take a step back first. um, Because if you still try and talk to them while they're in that place, they're not really going to... They're not really going to be able to realise that, you know, that they're not in the wrong, but they're in a place where they expect too much from people. Does Mm. that make sense? Yeah, well, I guess I'd still try and apologise, Nick. Don't want to tell you how to live your life, but I'd still try. Reach out. Not to gain anything, just just to say sorry so that you don't have that weighing on your shoulders. So, uh, someone has wrote in and said, IRL was the person I worked with for almost four years. So... This was an IRL friendship. They worked with them for four years. Felt like we were close, but when she left, I never heard from her and she unfriended me on every platform, even the academic ones. She's married with a child now and no one at that job is able to contact her either. Wow. wow. 
that to me right that's so painful because you have no reason why but I bet you anything that person was struggling with their internal demons and whether it's jealousy perceived something they've they've obviously created a narrative and not expressed it and if they can't express it that's the that's a them problem not a you problem yeah yeah and som- I agree. sometimes friends aren't for life sometimes it's okay to go all right you came into my life and you were great for that period of my life yeah i i that's something i had to realize like sometimes people are there for a short period of time and they might come back but they are there to offer you something whether you realize it in the moment or not like i've learned Mm. a lot of things from the friends i used to have someone someone with the name captain cunt has replied and said lol i could start a podcast on this that's why we're here baby yeah that's why we're here trauma dump central welcome back to the trauma dumping podcast no um okay this is a bit of a heavy one, trigger warning, for okay. anybody who's sensitive to um, discussion of depression and suicide, please feel free to skip this part. Sophie, I feel like you should take this one, because I actually don't, I I don't know what to do in this situation. If this was me, I, I wouldn't know what to do. Okay. So, Rose has said, it's not a friend breakup, but I lost my best friend because of suicide earlier this year, and I Ugh. still feel guilty, because I know I could have done something to help him, like he helped me in my darkest moments. I miss him so much, we were supposed to graduate from our major this year together. Wow. 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 You've got to go to therapy, because guilt will kill you from the inside. Yeah. Fully. And I'm, I'm a firm believer that those emotions like guilt, shame, all of those things can end up becoming illness as you get older, like physical illness, if you hold it all in. Um, and it's like I don't know the circumstances. guilt, that kind of, that's what it sounds like. You know, when people are like, yeah. oh, this person suffered and I didn't, it's survivor's guilt. Like you can't, I think if you treat it like survivor's guilt, it might help you like understand the emotion more, but you can't blame yourself for not being there for somebody else. Here's, I'm gonna I'm gonna really get into it now. Are you ready, Sophie? Are you ready? Go on, and then I'll say something afterwards. Are you ready? Um, I grew up and had a lot of friends who were really depressed, and I grew up in the era of like Tumblr teenagers. So everyone was trying to kill themselves, and everyone was talking till three a.m. with their friends, convincing them not to kill themselves. But something you have to realise is even if you did absolutely everything and laboured yourself to the bone, right, gave up your emotional bandwidth your mental capacity just to save somebody it still might not be enough yeah that's true when people are that depressed it's not about you it's not that you haven't done enough or you haven't like you weren't enough for them it's more that they are so entrenched in their own depression they can't see how much you mean to them and it doesn't matter what you do how little or how much you do if they're in that place they have to want to get out of that place and you have to at some point take a step back and realize I could sit here and give everything I have to you but what have I got left for myself like you're just going to burn yourself out so much and then be in a similar predicament as them unfortunately because I know I've been there um but it's tricky because it's so like I don't want you to die I love you but I can't and it sounds selfish but it's sometimes you have to be selfish sometimes you can't give 110% to somebody sometimes you have to reel it in you know give what you can because I think it's better than giving nothing, but it's what you can give, you know? Facts. Very, very, very true. It's something, there's an analogy that I always use an analogy where it's like, you are like a cup and things fill your cup. Like things that make you smile, listening to this podcast, things like that, they fill up your cup. And then you can give people the spillage that's in the, in the saucer. You can give them that to drink, 
but if you start giving people what's in your cup game over because that's what you need to survive and the thing is with someone who it's like you say yes with someone who's that depressed yes people should talk yes people should talk but it doesn't mean you could have saved their life by talking you don't know that you're just assuming that yeah and sometimes talking isn't enough some people that's the thing that always frustrates me around suicide prevention and stuff is people always like talk talk and it's like sometimes it's not that easy sometimes people need more than Mm. just sitting and talking and sometimes this is going to sound really horrible but sometimes you need to learn when to cut people off Um, and not even in a toxic way like sometimes people are so so succumb to their own emotions and their own problems that you will only be drowned in them like if someone has an addiction to something sometimes the best thing you can do is cut that person off until they can until being on their own makes them realize that they need to work on themselves because like yes don't get me wrong like trying to help them being involved in their life is great but some people don't respond to that some people need to be all alone before they realize kind of okay it's me. separate with love yeah yeah but you have to do it not expecting anything you have Mm. to do it separate with love it can't be a punishment it can't be anything else but i hear what you're saying obviously we don't know your situation to the person who wrote in i'm just really sorry that you're feeling this um but definitely do something about that grief because otherwise it'll eat you up wow look at us all this wisdom we're not even we're not even been funny i know we often ever are but Uh, but i'm we haven't even told any jokes. Yasmin, who are you? No, I just fucked up. <laughs> um. Okay, so we've got one here from Lizzie who said... Uh, this one's about a boyfriend who can also be your best friend. Or best okay. friend, maybe. I don't know. He basically chose his work over us and I don't know what to do. Best advice, thanks. <laughs> Why are you laughing, Yasmin? Because, because that's me. <laughs> what do you mean? I'm the friend that people have to cut off because I choose work over everything else. I'm yeah, sorry. Same. same, to be fair. Do you know what, though? It's, um... I would say that person... If that person... Basically, my partner and I, he would always choose... I know he would choose work unless I was, like, in hospital or something. Work would always come first and vice versa. You need to find someone who's got the same morals as you. Otherwise, it's never going to work anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not about your, it's not about importance or choosing work isn't about choosing something other than you. It's not like choosing out of two people. Choosing work is actually choosing yourself and what makes you feel fulfilled. And a person should always choose themselves over somebody else anyway. So it's painful and it's hard to have that realization, but you need to let them go because they don't have the same life morals as you have yeah what do you think that is that that is a smart reply that is a smart <laughs> i would have said oh, it's hard to be a baller but yeah um these poor people laboring themselves in our dms and here we are laughing at their pain sophie a friend who wants to start a new chapter in her life without me in it it was 10 years ago by text wow people are harsh by text by text do you know what instead of reading these because we've got quite a few of the um of stories coming through and we really genuinely thank you but i want to read some tips oh some tips for people going through a breakup oh my gosh okay 
and I thought these were really, really interesting. Um, so, so this advice is from Oprah Daily, right? You know it's coming from Oprah, so it's good advice. Yeah. Um, and acknowledge what happened and allow yourself time to grieve. Very important. Yes. Know that not all friendships are meant to be forever. Yes. Yep. Because we change in our life, don't we? Don't forget the good parts. I think that's an important thing. Like sometimes you can end up villainizing someone and forgetting the nice parts. Yeah, I um, I think there's a lot of friendships from my teenage years that while it ended very sourly or we just drifted apart, I still cherish what we had kind of thing. Mm. But. I think this is a really important one. Accept that there's no such thing as getting over it or moving on. Yeah. Because like, yeah, there's something so unique about um, a friendship breakup, isn't there? More than unique. It's fucking painful, so <laughs> And this says things like weddings, anniversaries, hard times. So you would turn to them a lot of the time. It's really hard. I find fun times really hard without my former best friend. Really? I'm like, I'm weird and crazy and 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 I find things funny that other people don't find funny. And she found the same things funny. And so I miss having that person who would, we could just laugh, laugh up a storm at the most random stuff. Yeah. Now I'm depressed. <laughs> Appreciate the support system that you still have. Oh, I think that's yeah. a big one. Yeah, that's a good one. Because it is true, there are a lot of people and you never know who your new BFF will be. I know. Everyone's got a BFF. And sometimes you're your own BFF. Mm-hmm. There we go. Thanks, Oprah. Thanks, Oprah. With all her money. Come and share it. Uh-huh. Stop being so rich. Um, <laughs> just give us a little bit. <laughs> friend breakups suck. And if you don't have friends and you've just listened to this and it's made you more depressed because you're like, I haven't got any friends. Don't worry. Because... Neither have we. <laughs> Neither have we. We've got you. and me can count our friends on our hands. <laughs> One hand. One, yeah. To be honest. If any of my friends are listening to this, I'm so sorry. But, um... like You're a act- fake friend. No jokes. Actual, like... I have... I have people I'm friendly with, but I don't have, like, that many close friends. Yeah. Yeah, same. Same. And that is why you and I are still doing the podcast, because we are very similar. Yeah. Like, we could go months without talking to each other, and then I could talk to you tomorrow, and it would be fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, If you're struggling with all this, if you're feeling lonely, if you feel like you don't have friends... um, please do have a look for some helplines and start speaking to somebody about it because bottling it up, bottling up that loneliness is going to kill you. And that is my words of wisdom. Look after yourself because if you're feeling depressed today, you just haven't met your your tribe yet and you will do. You will. you will. Even if you're like 60 and you meet them later on in life or you're like 70 in a retirement home, you meet them there, you will meet your people. It'll happen. I met my people for now mm-hmm. until Sophie gets fed up of me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that was a wholesome episode. What's your words of wisdom? My words of wisdom are um um <laughs> live fast, die young. <laughs> yeah, live fast, die young, eat ass. No, don't do any of those things. Oh god, fine. 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 If you want to follow us, it's at We Wear Black Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Or you can email us, We Wear Black Pod at gmail.com. Um, email us about episodes. Email us about your favourite colour. Email us about anything you want, even if it's hate. 
we'll laugh at it. Um, I'm at Yasmin Suman X on everything. Sophie, where can the people find you? I'm at I am Sophie K. Have you heard about this new thing where people are eating other people's poop to heal their intestines? People are eating each other. What? People are eating. So they are they getting other people's poop put inside them so that they can add their gut bacteria into their gut bacteria through their poop so i've always said that i want to hang my girlfriend's blood around my neck but that that mm, that's where I maybe draw the you line. should just eat her poop no that's where i draw the line poop is where i draw the line blood vials of each other's blood love romance literally the epitome of romance sharing each other's poop in our bodies mm, not for me i i've i'm curious I so it's called I, oh I've looked it up right apparently it's called a fecal transplant <laughs> and they put feces from a healthy donor into another person to restore the balance bacteria in their gut it's and it like can help IVF but for your shit <laughs> can you imagine, imagine well wow. anyway your shit is so rancid that they've got to put it in someone else imagine you're pooping in someone else though mad I know that would feel weird that would feel very weird and that is how we're going to end the episode feeling okay. weird um, and big hugs if you have lost a BFF lately okay bye gang we love you bye bye you were listening to on Wednesdays we wear black please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams see you next week <laughs>